This is On and Off Your Mat Podcast, episode 206, Money Magic and Conscious Wealth. If you want to feel more protected, have more freedom and a bigger impact, having access to more money is crucial. And if you're curious about the spiritual ways you can clear your discomfort and shame around money or activate the frequency of abundance in your being or use money to align more fully with your soul's missions and purpose, today's episode is for you. For today's episode, I sat down with Andrea Donnelly. Andrea is a spiritual advisor, quantum sound and energy healer, and the CEO of We Are Here to Remember. She jokes that she has a 20-year-long independent PhD in healing studies such as energy work, Akashic records, flower essence, herbal medicine, sound healing, and more. She works with high achievers to quantum heal trauma, unlock new psychic abilities, integrate peace, and ultimately move them towards their soul mission and purpose, which is her sweet spot. Andrea's unique psychic abilities allow her to see very far into the future and actually know the reason why her clients incarnated in this lifetime. From there, she helps them take action steps towards their destiny and clear any pesky blocks along the way. Her mentorship process combines her background in finance and entrepreneurship, as well as her one-of-a-kind intuitive gift and spiritual IQ to quantum shift her clients into a new and desired timeline. She has been featured in publication like Well and Good, Apartment Theory, Hello Giggles, Bustle, Medium, and Yahoo, and has assisted hundreds of people to finally experience all the money, magic, and miracles there are to be in this world. If this episode inspires you in any way, share it with someone else and help them on their journey to wealth. I really love to read your takeaways on the episode. So as you take a screenshot of the episode and share something you've learned on Instagram, make sure to tag at on and off your mat podcast or my personal account at erica.belanger. And since sharing is caring, I'll give you access for free to the podcast membership in exchange for your share or your review on iTunes. Before we get to today's episode, I have one more reminder regarding Recharge, Reconnect and Reset the Retreat that is coming up this April. So if you've been thinking about going on a retreat in 2024, this is for you. Until December 31st, if you join with a friend, you both save $250. And if you have two friends to share your room with you, we do have rooms for three people. All three of you will save $300. So not only do you get an incredible retreat in 2024, but you share the experience with your besties. This retreat is like getting three months of coaching with me packed in seven days. You'll learn all my favorite mind, body, spirit, nervous system, and self-care practices to drop the hustle lifestyle, melt your stress, anxiety, and overwhelm away and transform your life from the inside out. If you are a sensitive soul or yogi and you're ready to put yourself first, to cater to your needs without guilt, and to learn how you can return to your life feeling rejuvenated and equipped to make it last, this is going to be life-changing for you. If you'd like to get on a call with me to talk about all the details, you can DM me on Instagram the word retreat or you can email me. You'll find both my IG and my email in the show notes. You can also go to ericabelanger.com retreat so you can see more details, photos of the place and more information about what we'll do. And make sure to leave your deposit before the end of the year to take advantage of our December promotion and join with your besties. All right. If you're ready to jump into today's episode with Andrea, let's go. Hi, Andrea. 
Hi. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is an honor and a pleasure to be here. I'm very excited about our conversation. I am excited too. For listeners that don't know you very well or don't know you yet, can you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your journey, how you got where you are today teaching about what you're teaching? Yeah, thank you. My name is Andrea Donnelly. I am a spiritual business and life advisor guide. I am a crystal clear channel. One of the ways that I channel is through light language. I am an ascension and conscious wealth activator and a healer. And I do a lot of different things. I essentially, very short version, which I'm sure we'll get into a little more. The short version of my life is that I was born remembering a lot of things that other people had forgotten. So I have communicated with my guides since I was a baby. I've channeled light language since then. I've been hyper psychic my whole life in pretty much every way that a person can be psychic. And I've always been deeply connected into the Akashic Records. I was shown from the time I was a baby that I had incarnated into this lifetime to really help other people remember the truth of who they are, reconnect people to their divine gifts, and that I myself lived through quite a long journey and that I often joke as being like a 40-year-long dark night of the soul where I lived through a lot myself. But the reason I lived through it, I was always shown, was so that I would be able to A, remember the inimitable power that I hold, my own capacity to be able to heal my body, my bank account, my experience in this life transmute a lot of intense intergenerational things from the genetic line that I was born into and really rise into a powerful experience of being able to then hold that space for people around the world as we entered into this beautiful window of time that we're navigating now, which you know people put all kinds of words to the new earth, the new paradigm, the golden age, you know, a thousand years of peace. There are all sorts of like very pretty ways that people articulate what we're moving through. And so, yeah, I was always told that like someday it was all going to make sense. It was all going to align. It was all going to come together. And then it was almost like a light bulb went off one morning in 2020. And I woke up and I said, to my guides and myself, I could feel that the planet's frequency had shifted. And I was like, I guess it's go time. I'm supposed to start my business, aren't I? And my guys were like, ding, 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 girl. I got booze bumps. Yeah, (laughs) it's time for you. And I will tell you something, Erica, too. At the time, from an optical perspective, and I can only laugh, but I was disabled at the time by chronic nerve pain. I had been let go from a job in the fall of 2019. And I did not look like someone who was about to just start a business and like figure out all the stuff about my life and like synthesize all these things. I looked like a hot, crazy mess. Like, you know, I was... (laughs) In the best way, of course. In the best way possible, maybe. But there was this way where like, I knew... I knew that my guides were right. I knew that the feeling that I was getting was correct. And I knew that if I did the wildest leap of faith and trust that I think I had ever really been called to engage in, that my entire life was just going to change so quickly. And here I am a couple of years later, I recovered completely from the nerve pain. My life is super different. I have now helped hundreds, thousands of people around the world to be able to really like anchor into their own capacity to create conscious wealth. I feel like in a lot of ways, I'm just beginning. Yeah, I bet. 
that is an intro. <laughs> I'm like taking an in for a second. Okay. So you mentioned wealth. You mentioned money. This is what we're talking about today. So I want to start with asking your perspective on what money is. And that might sound like a silly question for people listening, but I think it's not. And what's the role of money in our lives? Yeah, I think that is a very powerful question. Not silly at all. The way that I perceive money is basically like an energy, an energy, a frequency of fortification, of protection, of a capacity. When you think about like the frequency of money, to me, it's really about freedom and impact. There's that quote that Gandhi may or may not have said, some question about what it is that he actually said, but there is, we associate him with that idea of like, be the change you want to see in the world. And for me, one of the reasons why I feel so passionately called to help as many people of what I think of as like people of good hearts and minds to really find a way to be able to move in that frequency of abundance, of prosperity, of divine wealth and gifts, right? Because I really believe that that is, in fact, our cosmic inheritance is to live in that frequency of abundance. And because of a lot of different things that have happened down here on this little jewel of a planet that we're on here on Earth, that that capacity that each of us has to live in that frequency of truly like divine experience and wealth has become more complicated. And it does feel like a very big call to action for all of us on the earth right now to really start to go inward, to look at the ways where we don't feel supported, don't feel loved, don't feel like we can really like receive that level of assistance from the universe and start to face those layers, clear them. Because the more what I see in my work, right, I didn't necessarily understand a couple of years ago when I started my business that one of the common things that I was going to witness over and over again was that even though I was a healer, right, that one of the big things that I witnessed over and over again with my clients was that the more I helped them journey inward, the more I helped people clear the inner, what I call your energetic baggage, right? The, you know, misalignments, the distortions, the frequency, the things that are like misaligned, as it were, from this, from other lifetimes, right? Past life trauma, intergenerational stuff from an epigenetic perspective. I witnessed over and over again that as I helped people really clear those patterns, clear all of that from, you know, their field, from their records, from their business, that it created a beautiful capacity for people to just start to make a lot more money. And it was like clockwork. It was like, okay, there's another person. And I am very much like the most woo-woo person that anyone has ever met. But I also in a previous role in this life, worked for a financial services company. I had a Series 7 license, which in the US enables people to be brokers. I never used it in that respect, but I have a background in business. I come from a family of entrepreneurs. And so even though in a lot of ways I am hyper woo-woo, I am someone who also really cares a lot about data, even if it's just an anecdotal you know, ability for me to like participate in pattern recognition, it became unavoidable to really realize like, wow, a big part of why people start to do this spiritual work is because it creates a capacity to be able to call in so much more money, so much more wealth. And it was just like every time where I was like, mind blown, 
okay, <laughs> this is a big part of what I came here to help heal from a planetary perspective and to really help to usher in essentially a whole new way of relating to the earth that is a way of, you know, loving the ground upon which we worth and really moves through a sense of stewardship and justice and joy. And money is one of the points through which I really believe we're being called to engage so that we can do all that other stuff. Yeah. So it relates directly then to our soul mission and our purpose. I know you make a difference between those two things, but can you tell us a little bit how it might connect and where's the nuance for you? Yeah. So to me, I think of our purpose as the point of divine connection. And I guess like the way that I sort of simply put it is like, to me, your purpose is the frequency through which God created you to be able to carry a gift through every lifetime. Like we all have things that I think are just part of like our original essence, our original divine coding. And that to me is really like when I think of purpose, that's that point of connection that like the gifts that you carry through all lifetimes, right? And we all have the things that we may not like feel comfortable. Like, Can you give a few examples? Yeah. So I know that for myself, like I have carried this unique ability to be able to activate people in a point of ascension and in wealth consciousness that I have carried through every lifetime. When I go back in my own records, when I look at like what I came down to earth to do, this thing that I am doing now is something that I have essentially helped people through in other lifetimes too. And to me, that's really right a purpose is like for me, I channel the frequencies of paradise and beauty and love and conscious wealth activation. And that is something that has always been very sacred to me. And then for like the distinction between your mission and your purpose, right? To me, like the purpose, right, is like your soul's coding, as it were, something that you've carried through all lifetimes. And then your mission to me is what it is that you actually incarnated into the body that you're in now. And how are you going to use that purpose, that divine coding, that thing that you were, you know, created by God, essentially, if you think of all life everywhere as an orchestra, and then you think about how each of us plays a crucial integral part in that, right? I have chills as I'm saying it, but you know, we can get real bogged down in the human experience, right? Because like, let's not nut around and pretend that like the human journey is always easy <laughs> because it is often not. It is actually often continued no matter how good things get for people. And this is, you know, I think a human truth. We're always going to have things that we are being called to continue to like tweak in our own fields, to embody more, to be braver, to be more courageous. And as you start to go deep in that spiritual work, your capacity to align into your mission this time around. So whatever it is that you decided, you know, the way you were going to use those gifts and then be able to really move forward in a way that is as light and easy and unique to your frequency as possible. Because that, to me, is one of the other really big things. And I don't mean to like throw us off topic, but it's connected because what I feel like for all of us right now, there is so much distorted energy on earth where like the systems that exist everywhere. To me, it's not even a question of like, oh, you know, maybe there are some like, <laughs> good overall system somewhere in the globe. Most of what we are moving through at this point, whether it's education, finance, religion, politics, all of the structures, even things like culture, entertainment, right? There are no systems right now 
that exist on earth that are aligned in that sense of divinity, in love, in a frequency of really saying, you know, we down here on earth as both individuals and as a collective are choosing to move from this place of stewardship and true love, not just for the earth, but for all realms everywhere. And that to me is a really sacred and very urgent call to action for all of us to really start to wake up and remember that there are better ways to be able to live. And that essentially most of what we've been told from the systems that are operating on the planet but a lot of like noise and misinformation. As you start to clear that, you start to be able to figure out like, what did I come down here? What is my mission? How am I going to take these gifts that I was created by God to share with the world and be able to turn them into something really interesting, really cool, really unique to myself? Because that for me is like the real hot ticket is to be able to say to yourself, what am I really gifted at? How can I use that? to be able to light my own life up, create as much joy and as much pleasure and as much beauty and as much love in the world around me. And that is to me the big ticket for all of us because that is the point from which you really start to create a lot of impact, a lot of freedom and a lot of wealth for yourself in the world is when you say, I'm going to take my weirdness whatever that is, we all have our weirdnesses, right? And lean so deeply into it and then use whatever that is to be like, all right, I've got it. Like, this is how I uniquely help the world and really letting your light shine. I love that. So it's about the awareness of not only our gifts, but how are we able to participate in them and share them with the world. And then you mentioned something earlier about clearing kind of what gets in the way, right? Looking inward at what stops you from feeling supported, what stops you from feeling loved by the universal energy, and then clearing that. So if we look at that from a kind of foundation of the work that we need to do, what do you help or how do you help students or clients in terms of tools or practices to look at that. And then I'm sure there's also like a parallel of like overcoming shame and discomfort around money. So can we talk a little bit about how do we clear that? Where do we go if we know that we have stuff to clear? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, likely all of us, (laughs) every person alive has things that we can clear in that respect. And the word weird in old German translates to mean destiny. Isn't it so surreal to think about how uncomfortable so many people, myself included for a lot of my life, just the way that we can feel so uncomfortable to be different, right? There's that scene, and I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, um, The Family Stone with Sarah Jessica Parker. It's an old rom-com. There's a scene in the rom-com where this romantic partner of hers looks at her and says, you know, you were basically trying to like role play as a normal person, but you need to let your freak flag fly. Right. And just like embrace the way that you are so special and unique that you've been like dampening by essentially role playing this like type A normie person. And it's a scene that I never forgot. And one of the reasons that I love that idea of like really letting your freak flag fly, really enabling yourself to just say, All of the judgment and the shame that I have against myself about the ways that I feel like different and sort of a fish out of water, as it were, are actually what if those things are indeed my golden ticket through which I anchor into an entirely new way of creation, 
of loving myself and of being able to really like enact a high level of grace and ease through which I navigate my mission and purpose on this planet, literally by just clearing out all of the energetic distortions, clearing out the shame, clearing out the things about us. Certainly we have, you know, past life stuff that we carry into this life and things from our ancestral line and all of that. But there are ways where because of how complicated it can feel and like actually be to be in a human body, a lot of times the shame and judgment is coming from ourself. So I use a sort of mashup of different things. I have always navigated the Akashic Records. So I engage with the Akashic Record Keepers. I created essentially an energy healing modality so I can see what it is that you were created by God, like in your highest everything, highest timeline, highest point of ascension, highest all the things. I can see what your sacred gifts are. Then I am shown from an energetic perspective, like what the blocks are, essentially, where the things are coming from this or any lifetime that are kind of gumming up your ability to be able to really sit in a sense of like profound and powerful trust. I'm able to use my modality then to clear those things and to essentially time travel with you into the future version of you who's already done the incredibly beautiful thing that you came here to do. And I am always shown that time is a circle. We think of time as a line. I get it. It makes more sense to sort of relate to time as something that moves forward. But in reality, from a metaphysical perspective, I would say that things are happening a lot more simultaneously than any of us necessarily can like process in a human body. And so the more you can say to yourself, all right, like, here I am. I'm going to go deep. I'm going to just like start to really engage with my spiritual gifts in this way. I call our spiritual gifts the greatest currency any of us possess right now, because I do really believe that as we fine tune that capacity, right, as you clear those misalignments from your field, it makes it so you start to be able to hear. And I say hear in quotes because really like whatever way it is that you transmit and receive intuition is what I mean by here. Some of us, you know, have a knowing in our body. Some of us literally, you know, hear our, our guides, like <laughs> a little chitter chatter in the background, right? Like some of us have like a really unique capacity to be able to see far into the future. There are all kinds of different ways that your intuition exists for you. And the more you clear those misalignments and all of that like bag of rocks, as it were, is one of the ways that I like to call it clear that energetic bag of rocks, it's like going from an AM radio station to an FM radio station, right? Sometimes when you hit that AM dial, it can be like, oh, like you get hit by like this wash of like, you know, unpleasant noise, essentially, and static. And as you go in and you start to clear and fine tune your own frequency and come back to, got so excited, I just almost knocked my computer off my desk. You guys, this is how passionate I am about all this capacity to really activate wealth on earth. I get so excited. I almost knock things over. It's a really big call to action right now. So I'm really also love that we're having this conversation because as we move into this coming year, it feels like, you know, the call to action for each of us to really live that truth of finding a way to be able to move through the world where we say, I know that, you know, 
the thing that I'm getting called to do doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense on paper, but actually, you know, it is time for me to start my own business or to move across the country or to really fine tune the way that I relate to, you know, my friends, my family, what have you. We are all getting really like shown by the world in this way what it is that we need to adjust so that we're able to move from that point of true divine grace and ease. So there's like a mission that's just for us when it relates to how we show up with money, but there's also a collective energy right now. Yeah, to me, there's a really big call to action. Um, And in my own family, my parents were peace activists. And from the time I was a baby, I was basically like out, you know, from the time I was in the womb, I was out on the street marching for justice, as it were. And I have a degree in American studies. Like I mentioned, I have, you know, history with business. And there are some ways where I've always been really like paying attention to what has been happening from a 3D perspective on the planet. And one of the things that just has really struck me, especially in the past like five or six years, is that to me, those older ways of relating to the world I'm not saying that there's not a time and a place for like all of us to like be out there rising up together. But to me, the real power move for all of us at this point, because from my perspective, if those older ways of creating quote unquote change and shifts on the earth would have worked, we would already be in a better place. And so to me, it really is really urgent for each one of us to figure out how we're going to do our own work to rise into that place of divinity and stewardship and love. And again, wealth is a really important thing because as people like you and I and all of your listeners activate our own capacity to be able to use our wacky gifts, our divine coding, and the things that make us really unique, and essentially we then become a point of remembrance for the world around us, not that we're responsible for anybody else's ascension or experience, but I know in my own life, people can look at me and be like, wow, you really were at a very different place three years ago, right? And so for me, it just feels really important. It feels really urgent. And it is going to be, again, like a way that I really see our spiritual gifts are, in my opinion, going to be the answer and the antidote and the golden compass for everything that we do moving forward. That's exciting. Yeah, doesn't it? And this is that time of year, of course, where like a lot of people are like, oh, you know, tell me what you see coming for 2024. And to me, one of the things that I really see coming is that because everything had gotten so thrown out of alignment, as it were, (laughs) with you know, misinformation and distortion from multiple different directions on this planet, as we move forward, as you activate your spiritual gifts, as you really come home to the sacredness of your own soul, it organically creates what's almost like a cloud of grace and ease or something. Like your frequency changes so much that it's not that your life would necessarily become like perfect, right? But you're going to be able to operate from a place of fortification, of clarity, of resilience, where even when challenging things present themselves to you, you know how held you are. So you just figure it out. It's like, okay, cool. Like, boop, boop. Like, here I am. Like, ah, that might have thrown me totally off course a couple of years ago. But like, 
I have an up-leveled capacity to be able to like meet myself in this place where you start to perceive your quote-unquote problems as opportunities to think more creatively, to live in a place of, you know, when you get pushed against the wall, as it were, that is often the point from which innovation is born. Yeah. How many people around the world are back against a wall right now? Yeah. Right. How many people have the written against the wall right now? And how many people, when you look at, you know, stories about people who have created like surreal, wild, incredible things in their We're life. We're at a rock bottom when things change. I was at a rock bottom. And then, right, exactly. And then, bum, 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 there all of a sudden was the possibility in what I had previously viewed as a problem, right? And that is a sort of tried and true human experience, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So annoying, but yes. <laughs> Again, it can feel like a lot. But the beauty is that as you start to just like shift your frequency, trust yourself more, right? You're going to have the days where you're like, oh, well, this is not working. But the other thing about this conversation we're having too is that at the end of the day, the people who succeed on this planet are the ones who don't quit. Again, when you hear the stories of people who have amassed like incredible legacies for themselves of like wealth and impact and creation, as we discussed, they often have a story about having hit a rock bottom, which was the point from which they truly rose into their own occasion. And it is, it's like literally like a mindset shift, like, oh my God, everything in my life has sort of fallen apart. But what if all of those things that I had created actually needed to be cleared from my field so that I could then sit in the energy of what's coming and what's possible for me, right? Like if you think of like, you know, your life as like a mansion and your mansion is full of potentially for so many of us on this planet, you know, dusty old furniture that we inherited from like a great grandparent that is not really like our vibe and doesn't really resonate or something that we bought, you know, 10 years ago that was great at the time, but doesn't really excite us anymore, right? And the more you start to go in and clear those things and literally make tangible room in 3D to be able to say, all right, those things, like bless them, may they go on to live a beautiful second life that get recycled back into something that is of, you know, divine use, but for me, I'm going to start to make a lot more room for all of the things that do really resonate, even if it scares me to have to like be out here, you know, with my megaphone, as it were, sharing my wacky gifts with people. I mean, I literally channel light language, you guys. Like light language sounds like craziness. <laughs> so I channeled light language since I was a baby. And I remember I didn't share it with anyone publicly until 2020. And as a kid, I literally, I had coined a term in my own brain where I was like, that elegant Muppet language, you know, sort of elegant gibberish of which I speak. And I knew it was something because like I have a bunch of stories about having rescued animals and being able to literally communicate with like multiple different realms using this Muppet tongue, as it were, right? this galactic frequency that we all have. So the reason I share that is because, you know, for me, it was a real act of courage to be like, all right, I'm going to start sharing this with people with the world. Like, 
there are definitely going to be people out there who are like, that is wackery and craziness. And what is that woman even freaking doing? Like, it took a lot of, you know, bravado, as it were, for me to be able to be like, this is a gift that I have carried with me since I was born. I know how powerfully it affected my own capacity to heal my body, heal my life and really change things for me. And who am I to get like sort of gummed up in like embarrassment, as it were, and hold on to something that I know is in so many ways a massive gift to my clients because wild things happen. Like I have a client who I channeled some wealth codes for a few weeks ago through light language. And within four days, she had manifested $14,000 in cash. And this is the thing is like, again, it doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense on paper, but I've seen it over and over and over again with my clients. Like I had a client who started working with me a couple of years ago. And when we started, one of the reasons that she felt very called to work with me was because we had been at an in-person event where I had channeled light language. And this was a person who was like a very on 3D, has an advanced degree, is not someone who you would necessarily imagine would be engaging in wacky like light language. But they told me that after this experience in real time, they understood exactly what I was saying to them using light codes, and they were communicating back to me all <laughs> of this stuff that they eventually shared with me. And I was like, amazing, yeah, right? After that person's first session with me, they hit a 100% new client conversion rate. I don't remember how long it lasted. And they had already created a seven figure business when they started working with me. And they were like, you knew I was doing well before, but like that is wild. And I have never experienced that level. Like it was just like one milestone after another, you know, hit $100,000 in digital sales for their programs, you know, had their first $9,000 cash day. Like it was just like one thing after another. They eventually like went on to heal their heart and became engaged during the time that we were working together. So it was literally just like these wild, super beautiful milestones, one after another. And one thing that I am also like deeply proud of in this story that I'm sharing is that they were able to, within I think it was like six or seven months of us having started, they were able to start offering their employees 401k plans. So it was like this literal ripple effect, right? Of being like, I helped them to be able to anchor into this like totally new level of dynamism and awareness of their talents and capacity to be able to just like move with this level of clarity and speed. And then it created this way of affecting everyone around them. <laughs> chef's kiss. Yes, chef's kiss. So if people are like, okay, give it to me, what are the concrete steps they can start to take on their own? You mentioned one example, which was clearing your house, clearing your physical 3D space. What are some other action steps they can take to start letting go of judgment and shame or activate or match the frequency they need to be in? What can they start to do today? I really believe that finding a way, even if it feels like insurmountable and really hard, or you're like, no, I already did that and it didn't work. Like, I get it. But I really believe that for everyone right now to start to engage in some kind of spiritual practice and having fun with it. 
Okay. I think one of the things that happens with people is that, you know, people will be like, oh, I tried breath work or I tried meditation or I, you know, did this like energy healing or whatever and nothing happened. Da, da, da. Like people can start to get in that like mood of thinking. Well, for starters, it's not that nothing is happening. It's likely that there is so much just kind of like frenetic noise, as it were, in your field that it can feel like nothing's happening because you just haven't gone deep enough or continued far enough in the journey. And so to me, I encourage people, especially if they're like newer to this journey of conscious wealth and like really leaning into that level of personal expansion, literally start to just sit in meditation for a minute a day for 30 days. If you miss a day, who cares? That's not a big deal. No shame, no judgment. Picking up, you know, you miss two days, not a problem. And really starting to like pay attention to using things like journaling, right? To be like, okay, so that you can be like, I sat in meditation for a minute or five minutes or, you know, 30 minutes today. And here's what my body felt like. Here's what, you know, I noticed in the field of energy around me. And start to engage in a level of personal pattern recognition so that you can be like, oh, I thought nothing was happening. But when I actually went back and I looked at my journaling, turns out that every day for the past week, I started to, you know, feel like a level of chills in my body or something like that. So that you start to be like, oh, maybe that's how I get the intuitive hits from my guides is by a physical feeling, right? So to me, it's really about having some fun with a spiritual practice, not making yourself wrong if you fall off the wagon, continuing to pick yourself up and continue to really engage in that, and also receiving support in whatever way you're able to, right? Like some of us are in a capacity to be able to, you know, make big financial investments. And if you're not, look to things like I have a freebie called the Money, Magic, and Miracles Activation Bundle. If I was, you know, newer to the journey, I would download that. comes with two light language activations and a guided meditation called Cultivating Inner Peace. And I would literally start to listen, especially to the Cultivating Inner Peace activation every day. And start to really utilize the resources that you have access to. You know, people like you and I often have really good complementary ways of people like starting to understand how to work with us. And so to me, it's like leveraging whatever point you are in as a human and really starting to move from that. And the other big piece to me is not just where you are, but Moving from a place of the future you where, you know, sort of leaning into that idea of time being so much more circular than we understand, I have always been able to hold the vision for myself. And even when things were really messy, I've always moved from a place of it might not look clear on paper why it is that I'm doing the things I'm doing, but I know that where I'm going is so much bigger than where I am and holding the vision for myself, I think may seem like a small thing, but is one of the most important catalysts, I guess, that yeah. exists. Mm -hmm. Love that. Anything else you want to add before we finish? We're already there. If there's like one takeaway you want listeners to leave this episode, this chat with, what would that be? Really find your way, whatever that means for you. 
to honor the nudges that you are getting from spirit because we are all getting a very beautiful, very big call to action. It has been happening for the past couple of years. And I would say that even if something that you're getting called to do doesn't make a lot of sense, right, where you're like, oh, my family or the world around me would never understand, like, why I'm, you know, being called to, for example, quit my day job and start a business or whatever the thing is about us, you know, sell my house and maybe move to a new location. If we can right now really lean into those things that we know we need to do because we all know what they are and start to just like act in a way where we're moving in that direction. Everything that happens in 2024, 2025, and beyond is literally going to be so much easier because if you are not hearing and acknowledging and moving with those nudges, right? I often think of like the world, our guides will be like, knock, 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 we have something that we're recommending that you do. And the more you say yes to it, the easier your life becomes and the more you're like, I've got earmuffs on and I am not doing that because that is kind of <laughs> the more you sort of buckle down and don't just like lean into that sense of just like pure wonder and joy and like I'm on the ride and I'm moving forward and I'm going to do these things. It goes from being a subtle knock to being like a battering ram. And so I would just really encourage you to live in a way right now where you were acknowledging the knocks, the more gentle whispers that you have perhaps been receiving and really start to find a way, yeah, to get your cosmic express moving very quickly, even if it doesn't make a lot of sense on paper. Yeah. I think that's the biggest piece. And I feel like that was a big part of my life. Like every big decision was like, I can't tell you why and I can't convince you that it's good, but I'm trusting that this is what I'm supposed to do. So I totally agree with that. I will put all your information in the show notes. But in the meantime, if people want to find you, they want to ask you more questions, they want to work with you in some capacity, where do they go to find you and what can they get with you? Yeah, I would love that. So I work with people privately. I have private mentorship. I have a bunch of really cool different like ways of working with me in groups. I have single sessions. People can find me on Instagram at Witchery. My website is weareheretoremember.com. That's all spelled out except for the number two. And I have, and I laugh as I was about to say it, but I have a free Facebook group, which is an awesome way to be able to like get, you know, familiar with me and my work and my community and what my jam essentially is. And it's called The Wealthy Weirdo. So that is on Facebook. Yeah. And like I said, like definitely no matter where you are on the spiritual journey, like to me, light language energy work are such potent ways of being able to really like anchor into whatever your divine coding is. So grab that freebie. And if you're like, I want to learn how to do what this woman is doing, I am launching a certification program that starts in February. I'm going to teach people how to use my modality. And what's cool about it from my perspective is that this is literally something that can be integrated into anything that someone does. There are a billion different ways that I have witnessed energy work and light language really change people's lives who do all kinds of different things. And so, yeah, if you are like, I would love to like go deeper, start to really be able to like use this in my own practice, that is a perfect way to do it. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time today. This was a very exciting conversation. Thank you so much. 
Thank you so much for joining us today. If you and your besties wants to join for Recharge, Reconnect and Reset the Retreat coming up this April, you have until December 31st to save up to $300 each and share this incredible experience together. DM me or email me for more details. You'll find the show notes for this episode at ericabelanger.com slash 206. Before you go, I just want to say a last thank you to the growing team behind this podcast and their support in making this possible. And this includes all our premium members. Thanks again for joining us. I will see you next Monday.